0: You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am very tickled today to have with me Dr. Karen Osborne. We're, today, we're going to be talking power talk uh, with Dr. Karen here. She. I, I just want to take a minute, though, to paint the picture for you about um, this woman. she She's she's a powerhouse. And I know I've said that before, but what I love about her is the intersection of the um, really delicate balance of the masculine and the feminine. And she wears the feminine in such a unique way um, that I think it's worthy of note. And so it, it's kind of the walking in the world of being able to speak it, about power and speak about embodying that and speak about wielding that. And so, so the way I see it is as she moves through the world, it's like it's like the power just kind of emanates off of her and, and she leaves a trail for others to follow, which, which is, is an amazing gift to the world. And so if you're um, kind of digging around and kind of searching of how, how, do you do this? Like, how do you really stand in that? How do you be that? How do you, how do you kind of have this fuck all attitude and not give into, you know, what other people think about you or, or, or use that to navigate your personal journey? I highly recommend that, that you listen to what Karen has to say about that because she is the um, presence of that and and has some really good information to share about that. So without further ado, um, please join
1: me in welcoming
0: Dr. Karen Osborne to the show. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much
1: for having me on. That is the most interesting introduction I've ever had. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Very cool. Well, very cool. Let's jump right in and ask you, what are your superpowers?
1: My, I'll tell you my, well, two superpowers. Number one is the ability to be able to connect. And, but number two, and most importantly is to really be able to see what other people can't see. And, you know, to me, it, it's a, it's an obvious thing and it's a lot of life experiences and that's a lot of stuff that's happened to me, but really be able to see what others can not see. You know, we had this, this conversation in pre-chat, Antonia, but like, just you know others that can't see their greatness they can't see their own superpowers and so yeah connection and being able to see what others the others can't see for themselves well and what
0: i love about what you're saying is you know you and i really kind of connect in that space of you know for a period of time i held the term of ego wrangler and it's like there's no part little piece of somebody that i can't alpha if you will if need be when they're not Able to do that for themselves, and so what I appreciate about what you're talking about it is, is not only the ability to see that in people, but also to be able to say, you know what, no, I'm going to fight you for you. Like I'm going to show you that piece. I'm going to help you understand the amazing greatness that you are. And sometimes it means going to bat with some of those little ego pieces. You know, I like I like to break them into pieces because the ego as itself is like that's a huge behemoth of a thing to to kind of go up against. But but to to Work with people and really help them see, and, and then model for them how they can do that within themselves. I think it's such an amazingly valuable gift to the world. Um, how did you come into that space?
1: <laughs> it's interesting. People ask me kind of the last in a different way. They'll ask like, "How did you become a coach? How did you become certified? How did you get like this?" And it's like life. <laughs> um, you know, it was not, not optional i have one word for that life right 48 <laughs> years on the planet like you get some experience in your belt um you know i think for me Tonya, i always kind of felt this feeling that i was designed for something bigger and i i almost i you can see me kind of like talking slowly because usually i speak really quickly when i communicate but because it almost it seems kind of funny to me even when I say that of um you know, so you about ego, sometimes it can be seen as like an ego thing, but I truly remember a moment like in my late twenties and being at this. I'm a former uh chiropractor, my husband and I retired from practice about a year ago. Um, and I remember being at a chiropractic seminar, intensive one in Colorado, uh when I was in school it was six days. It was very kind of like landmark ish, like long hours and stepping to the microphone and sharing and crying and like all this stuff. And I truly remember being called to the microphone by the gentleman who was leading, the chiropractor leading the seminar and being like, What's up? And I'm like, I'm so afraid of my power. Like it was, it felt like this um, for me in my early years, like this kind of unbridled, I don't know what this is. And then it, you know, it then, it, you know, finished school, was in chiropractic practice for 14, 15 years, loved practice, and then started to get, you know, a couple years before we decided to move out of practice for many different reasons. There was more of just, again, that like feeling of like, I feel like there's a different, there's a different message I'm supposed to be speaking. There's something else I'm supposed to be doing. Chiropractic is wonderful and great. Thankful for the experience. Thankful for our patients. It was never something I ever went I'm going to dip my toe in the water and see how this chiropractic thing pans out. Like it just wasn't eight years of my life, $150,000 in education. Like it was like, this is my life now. I'm a chiropractor. And so when I started to kind of really, you know, listen, cause I believe I really numbed it for a, a long period of time. Um, I and I, I've really been like we even talked to him pre-chat to personal development stuff. I Was talking to someone this morning about Tony Robbins. I'm like he was the first for me. I read all these books early on. I was like, I really tried the tapes. Like you know, this has been part of my role for a long, long period of time for several decades. But I think a lot of the stuff that I speak of now has really been over the last like five years. Um, and again, it comes back to that, like it's life experience. You know, my I almost lost my husband in emergency surgery. My husband has Crohn's disease. We went through infertility and finally became parents through adoption. You know, my, I mean, I could go on and on with kind of like stuff that's happened in my life, which we all have. But I think the difference for me is I've realized the gifts in all those, and I've been able to utilize those. And so when I look back about not being able to conceive on my own, I say thank you. When I take a look at my husband's experience still with Crohn's, the emergency surgery and all of that, you know, we both say thank you. those experiences. So I really feel it's been a lot of things with life and I've been able to draw on. And then the time that I was a chiropractor, I mean, gosh, I'm talking all day long. I spoke and spoke and spoke and taught and spoke and, and, you know, led and all of that. And so, you know, it's, it's all been a lot of training ground leading up to this.
0: Well, and I think one of the real key points of what you said was, was the idea of that you were afraid of your power. And it's, you know, I see a lot of people in that space. Then that was part of my journey as well, because in the beginning it was like, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't founded. Like I didn't have a place to a strong foundation to come from with it. And so it just kind of got thrown all about, you know, and caused some damage and, 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 and it didn't feel good when I, you know, maybe overstep bounds or hurt people's feelings or what it like, I felt like I was constantly having to adjust fire and be like well okay that was too far I hurt someone's feelings I, I remember laying awake at night when I was young going through conversations in my mind like just just cross checking and self-editing and being like did I did I say the wrong thing did I hurt someone's feeling should I disclose that like even before the whole counterintelligence like spy thing it was like oh my gosh should I not have said that you know I was like trying to compartmentalize in my mind and it wasn't until I really did some deep inner work and journeying on my own and kind of my own little version into the, into the feminine energy where that was a solid foundation. And, and lo and behold, those, that power, that real intense, um, extreme power kind of started to come back online, but now I was able to wield it from a solid foundation and it made all the difference. I see a lot of folks who've done some personal development work, be very fearful, especially women of bringing that power back online after they've done some deep inner journeying because they remember what times when they had it or used it and it wasn't it didn't go well you know like they hurt people too because it's you know for some of us we wield highly 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 destructive energy and and we're gifted with that because some things need to be destroyed you know there are there are some things that need to be kind of upended and, and, and thrown about and um, you know I think I think of in imagery some of the uh goddesses of destruction like you have the hindu goddess of destruction kali and you've got pele and oya and, I, and others that it's like that that's been kind of this mysterious like aspect of of woman of feminine that you know we kind of like oh, let's just not pay attention to that you know but but what i'm seeing now is is when we wield that in a powerful and intrinsically powerful way um it's hugely beneficial to the world um, and and I you know I know that, that you got a chance to to meet our daughter Neva and and she she has a lot of that in her and and so helping her navigate that space of wielding power in a in a high frequency loving generous like like I love that you talked about gratitude also like being in gratitude for the experiences um, I think is part of being able to wield power well it's kind of like the Spider Man quote you know with great power comes great responsibility. And um, at Superpower Experts, we talk a lot about that, like your superpowers will not come online with any degree of reliability until you've agreed to use those powers for good. And, and that's a constant moment to moment choice, in my opinion. Um, and, and, I, and I love the, that the story that you shared um, really highlights that.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's, you know, it's a bigger piece, too, for me, is just understanding who you are, like really understanding who you are, right? Yes, a lot of the inner work. Yes, a lot of the deep work. Yes, a lot of the life experiences where you're just like, what the hell is going on and why is this happening? And it's just understanding and accepting because yeah, you're right. As women, it's very much kind of a frowned upon thing to be this like powerful fears. Like there'll be certain, you know, people in different times in pop culture and maybe politics and music and art, all this kind of stuff where we'll go, Oh yeah, look at that. Look at Madonna, look at Beyonce, look at that kind of thing. But for the Mm -hmm. most part, for us kind of like quote unquote regular folk to show up that way is, you know, it's, it's, you're the bitch and you're just being like a dude and you're, you know, but I think it's, it's a lot of just when you understand who you are and I just really like, like literally probably a couple years ago, I said, you know what? I am intense. I am aggressive. I am like energy. I do have this really kind of very strong, what some people might call masculine. I don't really see it that way, but someone defined it that way, but this is who I am. And um, I think when you really, really uh, come to that place of like, I'm going to love who I am. I can still want to become someone more or someone better or a different version of who I am. But when you really start to accept that and you show up in your life in all areas of life as who you are, the way that I to describe it, Tanya, is like, you're like this magnet. You're like this anomaly. People are like, whoa, like, like they can feel that, right? They can feel that from you and it's not bullshit and it's not posturing and it's, it's very different than the way that most people show up in the world. And for me, like the ultimate piece of it is like freedom. It's freedom. Mm -hmm. Just being like, again, authentic. I tend to, to not want to use the word authentic because it's used so much, but you authentically are who you are.
0: Mm.
1: And I love that. That's the grounding part for me, right? When people go, well, how do you decide? How do you decide? I'm like, well, I know who I am and I'm clear on what I want. and Why? So the decisions on things are actually quite simple. The hard part is getting to that, is getting to the who am I and what do I clearly want? So beautiful. Well,
0: um, you've been listening with us. We've been having power talk with Dr. Karen Osborne here in the super power up podcast. We're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk with uh, Dr. Karen about some really cool ways you can start implementing this into your life. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the superpower net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Hello, hello. You're back with Power Talk with Dr. Karen Osborne on the Superpower Podcast. And Karen, I really want to get at, um, you know, some of the things that you shared before we went to a quick break. Was was the idea of really that authenticity piece? And and you said, you know, my absolute favorite word of all times is is freedom. And, and one of the the side benefits, I think, or maybe even we could say the ultimate goal of, of doing this work is that total. Um, I, I call it autonomy or sovereignty, like that. The 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 piece of us that is not bound by external factors. And I saw one of your posts here recently about um you know on facebook about use of the word fuck and like you know inviting people uh and and, and gently inviting people to to block you or unfriend you if they they weren't interested in that dialogue and and i loved your approach with that it's like look this is who i am this is what i'm showing up as and you have all these options in the world like kindly go somewhere else like like really truly you don't need to engage here and and i noticed in that post that you were um that you kind of called out the social media sphere in the sense of, like, it's this amazing um, enclave for us to join together and connect and, and, and share information and, and even disagree and kind, of, and, and kind of go through that. But, but at the same time, there, there seems to be this natural byproduct that happens of the spectator sport kind of concept and so um how can people navigate i know i know as a, lot, a lot of people come out and like you are trying to find their message and their voice and everything else one of the biggest fears is that sort of criticism what advice do you have for people on how to navigate that space
1: hmm. such a great question i think number one expect it like expect that there's going to be the trolls expect there's <laughs> Right? Because, I mean, really, that's kind of like saying. People are like, so parenting, so how can I have it so my kids sleep through the night? And you're like, oh, sweetheart, you're new at this, aren't you? Like, <laughs> they ask all the same questions. Like, like stuff's going to hit the fan on a daily basis. That's called being a parent, right? So, I think when you, and again, just, I mean, what I shared before the break, it's like, when you show up as who you are, you're very different. You are this anomaly that some people will be really attracted to and they're fascinated. They're just like, oh my God, like, tell me more, like whatever you say, like, I'm just, I just want to consume everything. Right. And there'll be some when you show up that way, which, you know, can be polarizing that are just like, oh my God, like you were awful right like you're a terrible person you say the word fuck you're this you're that of all these beliefs about it and there'll be some of that kind of like meh like they don't really care either way and so I think if you show up as who you fully are like truly who you are that you need to expect that you're going to have some of that stuff and so you know your question was like how do you navigate it right I I think if you're I think if you're really clear on again on who you are you're really clear on what you want and you really know why like the, what I often refer to as like the deep why, the one that really moves you and emotes you. And so for me, when I put myself out there, and it's not easy at first. I mean, I started doing this stuff for about, you know, about five years ago for the first time, wrote that first blog post. It was like horrible, pushed, published. I'm like, who's going to read this? Like nobody, three people. <laughs> Terrible. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I, I think, I think depending on your life experience and things that you've done, it's going to be almost like a, um, like layers in an onion, right? Like you're kind of like, there's like this peeling off process to become more of who you are. And so, you know, when people sometimes meet, meet me and they, go, Oh, you sound like you're doing your podcast. You're like in your posts. I'm like, yeah, cause it's me. Like it's not an act. Right. <laughs> but I, I think, but it's taken me a process to get to that space. Right. So I think again, back to your question of like, how do they navigate? Number one, expect that some people are going to show up and just, they're going to, they're going to be trolls. They're going to be assholes. They're going to, they're going to be this. That's their stuff. But number two, if you're really clear on who you are and what you truly want, and I think number three is to know clearly, clearly your intention behind your message. You don't have to even know what that message is. You can just simply start executing and as, ship, as Seth Godwin said, like just start shipping, like just start doing things. I'm going to walk up here. <laughs> that you know you'll begin to find your message in there. You'll begin to mm-hmm. to learn like how to really communicate that. But you know, it's 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 gonna take some time for that. And I, I don't think everybody can come out the gate and just be like, here's who I am, like rah, and rip it all off and just be like expose themselves, right? <laughs> if mm-hmm. you will, and be naked with it. I think for some they have to go on baby steps and that's okay. So yeah, they're going to be there, the trolls. You know, understand who you are and your intention behind it. If your intention is um, anything that's like, uh, what's in this for me? Or, um, I, you know, something that's, I almost want to say the word like negative, Tony, Like, you just want to bitch and complain and whine and point fingers and all that kind of stuff. Nobody wants to hear about that. Right? Like, that's already going on online. So what's going to make you stand out you know, what are the lessons that you see? Even if you're in a shitty experience, what's the, what's the lesson that you can see that someone reading is going to get value from that, right? Or someone watching your video is going to go, they don't even have to be in the same experience, but there's something that they see in that.
0: Mm, I love
1: that. Well, and I think that goes back to the idea of like,
0: if it's bigger than you, um, you know, I, th- I think that sometimes that motivation helps get you through some of those moments. And, and I agree with you completely. Like if you're doing it because you think it says something about you or your self-worth or your self-value, you're, you'll get destroyed every time. Like you're going to get batted around. And, and sometimes we have to do it to work through those pieces, but be in awareness of the fact that if you haven't truly grasped to this aspect that's bigger than you, then it doesn't work. A great example, you know, we'd be, we would be remiss not to kind of talk about the fact that you and I met at the Meltdown in the Desert event, um, And it was such an amazing experience. And uh, you know, Neva and I recently did a whole show about it on you know what she learned from it. And um, and but that's something that I even talked with her about before going into events and stuff. Is that if you're not clear on your passion around this, if you don't know why you're doing this, you'll get eaten alive. Like like she's already dealt with criticism. Um, She had a you know she asked that to you during um, uh, one of the questions on the women's panel that you were part of. Was you know she got some really deep criticism about her business hot clothes for kids because people had strong feelings about uh, I think at the time she was five a five year old doing fashion reviews and saying whether an outfit is hot or not um, but she was pretty intent that that was an experience she was going to have and um, and 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 what was so neat about that is that having that as the experience now she gets. Um, at a deep level, that if you're not clear that you know some sort of a grandiose like you're here to change the world type of concept, like what greater good does does you doing this serve? then it, you're it's so difficult, I think, to navigate the criticism space and the feedback space and everything else. and and you're not being honest with yourself about why you're doing it. um I think is is the biggest thing that I see. and so, Um, You know, I appreciate, I appreciate that advice. So folks, you know, expect the trolls, you know, I think that that, that's one of the best things. you know, brace yourself for it. And and eventually it ceases to have the triggering aspect. It ceases to, to feel like your world's coming to an end. Um, But, but I don't, I'm with you. Like I don't see any other way other than walking through that gauntlet. Um, You know, I tell people like, you're not going to go around it. You can't go over, you can't go under it. Like you might as well run, just run through it take your hits, take your bruises. And when you get to the other side, you're going to be able to look back and say, you know, maybe it wasn't as um, disastrous as you thought it was going to be, you know, you survived. And always in retrospect, you know, you can see the gift in it. Um, So I think that's phenomenal advice. Well, where can people go
1: to find out more about you? Yeah. Best place would be my website, which is my name. So com, and they can get information about my podcast, which is called Women Wanting More on iTunes. They can uh, get information about my coaching. um, They can watch a video of me. So yeah, it's all over there at drkarenosburn.com. Very cool. And then I feel like there's some final
0: words that that you'd like to share that maybe are coming up. Um, Is there anything in
1: particular you wanted to kind of close us out with? (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Um, yes, the message is this. The message is you could listen to this message or any other messages that you listen to online. And there's there's two choices. There's to be content with the insight, which is to hear something go, yeah, that's so cool. And that's awesome. And trying with melt in the desert. Go to an experience like that and say, let me just have all these notes, which I do jack shit with, right? And, they, and that's fine. And that would be one way to run that. The second thing would be to actually take action on the things that that you hear that move you. And I would really encourage everyone who's listening is to take door number two, right? If it's my message or another message you hear today or the next week is that your life, as cheesy as this sounds, is so much shorter than you think. And to me, as soon as I I flip the switch on like, I'm gonna make every moment count and like truly mean it. So people say to me things like, oh, you're doing something like to kill time. I'm like, what is that? Like my, thing? like, I'm like, yeah, it's like, I, I am thankful for the life I have. You better believe I'm going to take that like a, like a wet rag and just wring everything out Mm. of it. And that means shitty stuff. That means amazing stuff. That means bliss. That means, oh my God, I never saw life that way before, but to really, again, you can either take this as insight or you can actually do something about it. And I, I'd encourage you, you do, you do again, door number two.
0: Well, and, and you mentioned it earlier, like, like maybe you don't know exactly what you're going to do. Do it anyway. Take action. I, I remember really quickly. I was, when I was doing surveillance, uh, I was so bad at surveillance and um, my, the, the chief of our surveillance team at one point came up to me because I, because at that time I was still really in my head, you know, and it was like, I had, I had to know exactly what I was going to do. And I had to be perfect and da 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 And he looks at me, and he goes, seriously. And he goes, do something like, I don't care if it's wrong take action. Like, like, you know, cause I would stand there like, okay, what should I do? Should I go here? Should I go there? Like trying to figure out the strategic positioning and everything else. And, uh, and I've always remembered that he's like, I don't care if it's wrong, just do something, you know? And it's, and it, I find myself often giving that advice. Um, you know, you don't have to know, you don't have to be perfect. You're going to learn so much along the way. Um, yeah. And so yep. I, I love the idea of take option two, like, it, it's open door number two, like, and it, and it always leads you somewhere magical. As long as you're open to the journey, um, I think that's beautiful. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on this show. I've really appreciated the conversation. I, I've appreciated you since since we connected in person, and um, I, I really encourage all of you listening to you know check out what Karen's doing and really take take to heart a lot of the information that she excuse me that she's sharing, and um, and do something with it. So thank you, Karen, for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Tonya. Absolutely. And we appreciate the work that you're doing in the world. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. So until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone.
1: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.